What's up? Welcome to Throne Watch, uh, a bi-weekly music podcast um, where we discuss your favorite artists. Um, I don't even know how to... How would I describe this podcast, Manchu? Um, I should should introduce you, shouldn't I? Yeah. So This is Manchu. My name is Manchu. Uh, I'm I'm a dude who does things, and I'm on this podcast. (laughs) So I think the way I would describe it is we review um, hip-hop-influenced artists. So, like, whatever that mm-hmm. means, because <laughs> yeah. it's quite broad. Yeah, it is pretty broad, but it's. I think it's accurate because, like, I think this will mostly be hip hop since since you and I are both like fans of hip hop, right? Um, but I mean, I don't. I mean, I don't see us like. Yeah, I don't see not, why it like, needs I mean, to be we, limited to it, but at the yeah, same time, yeah, it probably won't be limited. Yeah, because yeah, I'm sure there are other artists. Like, there's a um, an artist a dude sent to me. Uh, crap, what was his name? Uh francis in the lights who i thought was kind of cool um i'm not too familiar am i actually i'm gonna be honest i know only one song absolutely no idea who that is <laughs> yeah they he had like he had like a song with kanye west and bonnie bear um but like he's kind of like it's kind of like r&b alternative um sure. not really hip-hop but like it's within the realm of like i'm sure hip-hop fans might like it and so yeah um Keep an open mind is basically what I'm saying about this. Right. Uh, it's a music podcast. It could be. It's, it's music. music That's it. At the end of the day, it's a music podcast. Yeah. Uh, the name Throne Watch comes from Watch the Throne, which is um, basically Kanye West and Jay-Z, a group, a combination, an album that I really like. One of the uh, not, worst uh, Kanye albums. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, I won't I won't I won't dispute that. That is that is Kanye's worst. Actually, no, that's not true. Cruel Summer is the worst. If you count that. I don't count that. Okay, and also I think watch to me Watch the Throne might even be better than College Dropout, um, but that's a whole different <laughs> conversation. I don't I don't like College Dropout as much as like many other Kanye fans do. That's a whole that's we'll save that for the Kanye episode, bag. which is I oh, don't yeah. know when that's gonna be. Oh yeah, it'll be probably probably pretty soon because I'm sure we can talk about Kanye forever. Yeah. Um, but this isn't a Kanye episode. This is actually a Chance the Rapper episode. Another Chicago first artist. artist that we talk about. Uh, yeah, another Chicago artist. Chicago's always repping pretty hard. I've always been a fan of Chicago, um, partly because I grew up in Illinois, uh, two hours away from Chicago, um, and partly because I just love their artists. They're usually very introspective. Uh, won't say usually, because there are some like straight up. Thugs I mean, yeah, the, like, like it doesn't drill originate from Chicago? Yeah, like, I don't yeah, know. It's true. Like Chief <laughs> Keith's from Chicago. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I mean, along with Chief Keith, Commons also from Chicago. You got Kanye from Chicago, Lupe Fiasco's from Chicago, and so yeah, a lot of you crazy got those people. like, you got like like the smart, I mean, crazy people, yeah, um, from Chicago. Then you get like the you got like the gangsters and like the, oh man, like they call Chicago. I don't know if, if they still call it. Call Is it, it murder, the, capital? murder capital? Yeah, yeah. But as, at a certain point, um, it was called the murder capital, at least by Kanye. Yeah, um, but Kanye, I mean. Yeah. If Kanye says something, that is true, right? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, it ain't Ralph. And so, yeah, I mean, is there anything else? I mean, we can just dive, dive into it unless there's anything else um, we need to cover. Um, this will be posted on OKBeast. Okay oh, you can find this on iTunes. 
Um, that's probably how you listen to us, hopefully. Um, or Google Play, if I if I remember to put this on Google Play, um, or the OKB OK website. And so check us out there. Um, if in case I forget towards the end of the podcast, um, you can find me on Twitter um, at Blessing Junior. Um, him, him and she, where can people find you on Twitter? You can or find on me social media at Senor Browncat on Twitter, or you can follow me on Instagram number one hentai fan. That's a, that's a joke name. That is amazing. <laughs> that is that is. Am- that is, dude. I'm looking. I'm looking at the posters on your wall right now. It's hilarious. Yeah, it's an aesthetic. That is awesome. I gotta keep the aesthetic. You know what I mean? That is awesome. Oh man. Okay. And if you're not familiar with hentai, what with what hentai is, just look it up. Uh, or maybe don't. We're gonna look jump it up. right into if it. You're, if you're under 18, don't look it up. Yeah. If you're, if you're <laughs> they're gonna look it up anyway. I mean, nothing's gonna stop them from looking it up. Um. But yeah, maybe look. Maybe. Yeah, we'll just continue. So our first episode <laughs> is gonna be Chance the Rapper. Um, Himanshu, do you have any thoughts um on Chance the Rapper Preliminary just thoughts? off the bat? Yeah. Chance uh if I could describe Chance in one word, it would be schizophrenic. Um and I th- mm. I think I'll explain why that is as we get into the rap portion mm-hmm. of the discussion. How about you? So my th- my thoughts on Chance the Rapper, um, fairly sim- fairly simple. Um, he reminds me of many of my classmates growing up. Um, me and Chance both grew up in Illinois. He grew up in Chicago. I grew up more um, a, a bit south of Chicago, a couple hours south. And he definitely reminds me. I tweeted this before, but he reminds me of like that, that cool classmate, that cool friend that you had in high school. Like um, me. He, yeah, exactly. He's very. He seems. He seems like a down to earth guy. I was gonna say he's a down to earth guy, but I don't know him personally. Um, but he gives off that. He gives off that vibe of young, um, cool, honest. Um, he's indie, and so I, I kind of trust him more because of that. <laughs> um, and yeah, like he just seems. I mean, as a person, he just seems all right. He seems cool, and he does a lot of community stuff. And also, it reflects in his music. He doesn't. He's unashamedly Chicago, and you can tell uh, from the the from like repping footwork um which is like a, like the chicago dance you know um from that to like the gospel influence to like jukin like he's very chicago and he's very like genuine in that sort of respect he feels genuine um and so yeah that's that's mainly why i like chance the rapper and that's why i actually suggested him um that we talk about him for the first podcast um more and also because he's very relevant right now like he released it he released his third mixtape um coloring book i want to say how long has it been like three or four months now uh yeah Let, let's just go with know. four or five months four or five six months yeah like that. it yeah. was after I'm still it was after to pablo mixtape. right uh, yeah. yeah yeah it was definitely after pablo yeah so yeah four, and four i'm still months, listening to it and and it's still i don't know i don't know if i can speak for many other people but like the songs still feel somewhat fresh to me at least uh, some of them we can get into that later um but let's get into his earlier stuff um himanshi when did you first start listening to chance the rapper the f- when i uh discovered quote-unquote chance the rapper was when literally everyone else did um when acid rap came out my friend i remember i had an aux cable in my car and he got into my car once and he's like dude shut this fucking garbage that you're listening to down let me put on that new shit that good shit you know what i mean (laughs) (laughs) and he put Mm -hmm. on acid rap and i immediately fell in love nice um 
I think I first heard of Chance, um, yeah, that, around the same era. I was very big into Childish Gambino, and I th- I heard about I heard about Chance the Rapper from Childish Gambino, um, because Childish Gambino had a habit of like, I'm not a habit, but Childish Gambino at that time was kind of hyping him up and featuring him a lot. Um, I listened to, Ch- to Acid Rap off the bat, uh, kind of dismissed it, but then came back to it later. Um, Chance the Rapper's first mixtape was Ten Day. And that was sort of like his his um, introduction into the rap world. That's when um, a couple of people or a few people, not most people, I don't think, but quite a few people f- first started hearing about him. Uh, are you are you familiar with Ten Day? Yeah. So uh, I'll be honest. First time I listened to Ten Day was when you suggested Chance the Rapper. <laughs> really? I. Re- this is gonna be good then. Yeah. I. I don't usually do that. Like when I like an artist, I go back and find out, you know, their their other work right away. But for some reason, I didn't do that with Chance the Rapper, and Ten Day just kind of fell off the radar for me. Um, so mm. I didn't even know it existed until I looked at his Wikipedia page. <laughs> wow, that's awesome. Um, I first heard of Ten Day. Well, I first heard of Ten Day like forever ago. I listened to it though for the first time. Um maybe five months ago in March. I listened to it definitely, definitely in March. Um, I know that for sure. And I think I listened to it before I listened to Coloring Book, like right before I started listening to Coloring Book. Okay. Um, and it was, it was kind of weird listening to it because it does feel a little bit dated in a way. Right. But I'm interested to hear your thoughts as a person that kind of just started listening to it um, th- within the last week or two. Um, my thoughts initially were uh, that it was good for for the fact that it's a mixtape it feels it feels like a mixtape it's very like non it's i don't want to say it's not quality it's not polished to the full extent yeah but it is like it does have good songs on there i think at least and it's it is very much more rap less like chant singing um right and it does feel more like hip-hoppy and, and less abstract um at least than his stuff feels nowadays it felt to me more underground. That's like that's mm-hmm. what I thought it was, and that means a lot of things to me. That means the mixing and mastering is not that great. The recording is not fantastic. Um, the lyrical content isn't even great either, and it's all just kind of really grungy and grimy and 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 raw in in some ways. Um, it re- actually uh, on my notes here I have written that it reminds me of early Kanye albums. In a sense that mm-hmm. it's not fleshed out to its full potential, um, which is the same way that I feel about early Kanye albums. Uh, <laughs> the next line I've written here is that it has a lot of corny samples, and I think interesting. <laughs> I think interesting. That's yeah. That's another kind of factor to me that indicates that it's not fully mature is when an artist relies so heavily on samples like i would never even consider chance like chance to me has great production and so i would never assume that he would you know rely on samples so heavily but then i listened to it and it almost sounded like 36 chambers because like every song has like some sample in it you know what i mean Mm -hmm. um yeah but but yeah it just it just feels not perfect and that's what i feel listening to every single song is that it's not perfect unlike Mm -hmm. chance's later work 
not all of his later work, but some of his later work. Um, mm-hmm. One one other point that I wanted to make is that uh, on the cut nostalgia, he shows kind of his real voice, and to me that showed where his influences are from because he sounds almost exactly like Kanye when Kanye is rapping like really calmly. Um, I noticed that their their voices are like very similar. Um, and then on top of that, when he says the line, when they reminisce over you, my God, obviously everyone knows that line from Kanye West's song, Can't Tell Me Nothing. Um, and he mm-hmm. says it in the exact same uh, melodic way, uh, which is a reference to Pete Rock and CL Smooth on their song, mm-hmm. They Reminisce Over You. Fantastic song. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. Um, so yeah, overall, 10 day a good album, a good indication of where Chance was before his kind of incubation period, before he had kind of a direction. Um, and it's it's good to see that because it allows me to understand what other mannerisms, like his, his schizophrenic screaming of like, yeah, all the time, that seems to be... Uh, uh, like it, it shows up a little bit on Tende, but it seems to be mostly on acid rap, which I would not have assumed. I thought I would think that's like part of his style forever, uh, but it mm-hmm. seems like he developed that as he developed as an artist. That seems it almost strikes me like Kanye's huh? like when he when he does that thing because right. I feel like that also is sort of a staple in the same way of Kanye. Where like I listened to Kanye's first album, I don't think he, I don't know if he did it at all. He probably did like maybe a, one or two times, but late, like as time goes on, you kind of you, you kind of see him use it a little bit more, right? Um, and I I, I actually really like um, that kind of screamy thing. Uh, I think I think it's a good like it's it all it almost sounds like a sample, like not a sample, but like an ad libish kind of sample right. if that makes that, that makes sense like i could take that out of a song out of one of his songs and then put it in like something i'm producing and just use yeah. it as like a sample um and so i, I kind of like that uh as far as my impressions of 10 day i really like it actually i really really like it um there's a couple there's a couple of standout songs to me uh prom night i think it might be one of one of his best songs like the more i listen to it the more i love it uh and it's sort of like it's just it's just in the in the emotion and like the storytelling and the repetition that's in it. Uh, he, I, I mean, I'm, I, I still don't have like a, a full grasp on what the full story is on prom night, and I'm and I mean that'll just be like five minutes on rap genius that it'll take me to to figure that song out. Right. But as far as um my my listening experiences with album with albums um, commonly, and I'm sure many people also are kind of like this. I listen to songs and I listen to albums and. I hear a story that's told me, but I don't, I don't really fully grasp the story because many stories in rap are kind of told, um, in a sort of like cryptic way in a sense where the more you listen to them, the more you sort of get out of them and the more you kind of understand what's going on. A lot of times we listen to songs and there's a story that's being told and you're not really hearing it. Um, you're more so hearing either like just like the lines or the music or the beats or whatever. And I get that from prom night. Or at least I was getting that from Prom Night. I was kind of like I was kind of hearing a story, but wasn't I wasn't hearing and listening to the story. And there would be times where I'd sit down and be like, "Okay, I got to figure out what the song is talking about." And I'll get to the end of the end of the verse, and I'm like, "Dude, I, I still don't know what the song's talking about." But as far as Prom Night, I, I I think the overall story, if I remember this correctly, is that he 
is um or he misses prom uh either to perform at a concert or go to a concert or something like that and the way he's describing it it sounds it's it, it, it sounds kind of personal he's making it sound pretty genuine and i'm not and i'm not sure where the emotion lies in the story um itself but in the voice and in the presentation and the delivery you can hear it uh i gotta go back and go back to it let's do some more but yeah that song um hey ma i really love that song it's almost it's kind of like it's just like uh kanye west hey mama um i'm actually just realizing that those names are exactly the same uh hey ma i i i really like the sound to it i found that song randomly on youtube one time and uh i i i just started listening to it uh really good sound um i can you can sort of see him developing in this album in terms of melody in terms of like songwriting uh like i said before like this is probably his most rappiest tape um but there is still some singing in there and that's present in hey ma and in prom night and quite a few other songs um but it's it they're at its most raw um in this mixtape and so i like that oh juke juke i want to talk about juke juke that's also a really good song um and also very chicago like i said before uh and there's something for, for there's the something about that song. what is juking juking Okay, so juking is basically it's a dance, um, and there's two. Okay, so there's two kinds of juking. The first kind of juking is footwork. It's like a it's like a footwork move. Um, in footworking, it's kind of like where you like you kind of kick your foot out. Um, it'd be best to like Google image it because it'll be hard <laughs> for me to describe what what that looks like. Second kind of juking, and I think it's that's that's the juking he's referring to in the song. Is kind of like where you're at like maybe a school dance, and like you see like guys and girls kind of dancing up on each, uh, on each other uh that's 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 juking also okay um because so i've never it's, heard it's that weird. word before yeah it's it's like i, I think it's in it's a chicago thing or it's an illinois thing um and i it's funny because sometimes i don't know which one chance the rapper is talking about in his songs because they're both right. very like chicago uh i'm actually gonna I actually i'm gonna look it up right now on rap genius because now i'm actually curious um so while you do that, I'll full time. Uh, another reason okay, why it reminds me of Kanye a lot uh, is because of the school references. Immediately, mm-hmm. the first in- the intro song, uh, what is it, fourteen thousand four hundred? Um, mm-hmm. He's talking about getting suspended, and then there's prom night, and you know, he's talking about nostalgia, which is obviously a thing that you feel a lot when you're graduating. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. So there's a lot of references to school, which is again points to kanye's early albums like graduation college dropout stuff like that um so again we see those influences those chicago influences um and even deeper in the songs the production quality that chance the rapper has not necessarily in this album but you can kind of see the seed of like what he's trying to do with his production, what he's trying to accomplish with his beats, that kind of grandiose sound. It's very reminiscent mm-hmm. again of Kanye. Um, so yeah, a lot of those Chicago influences, a lot of Kanye influences spe- specifically. Um, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, after looking up uh, Juking, it's, it seems like he's referring more to the footwork move, but he re- he's, comparing like girls dancing at dances to like the juking of of the like the footwork juking it's interesting uh 
because like I don't know, man. Nobody would get that reference unless you're from Chicago, which is which is why I find it funny that he keeps he keeps talking about juking. Um, but yeah, that's it's one thing I like about about Chance the Rapper, and I also do like him because like the references he makes to high school and stuff, and it's very relate- relatable. Uh, I used to work with um, middle and high schoolers, and we would actually talk about Chance the Rapper at that time uh, when I would talk to them. I wasn't even into Chance the Rapper, uh, but. I would ask them because I just talked to, I talked to them about rap music because that's kind of what we um, related um, kind of related to or whatever. But uh, I remember asking them like, Hey, so what's like chance the rapper's good mixtape. And one of the kids at like 15, he was like, Oh dude, listen to 10 day. Uh, and I mean, it took me some years to listen to it, but finally listening to it, I'm like, I understand like these kids definitely, it's easy for them to relate to chance the rapper mm-hmm. because he invokes what they're, they're feeling right now doing with their yeah exactly um so yeah i really like 10 day and i can i it i think today in 2016 it's still easy for me to listen to it um and i still found it uh pretty entertaining and pretty good to listen to even after yeah. listening to acid rap uh and so and I, yeah, yeah i have to agree with you there i'm bashing a lot of the production quality and you know the the quality of the sampling and etc but at the end of the day, compared to a lot of the shit that's coming out these days, especially in mm-hmm. what I like to call the SoundCloud age, um, it is a very high quality album in terms of those standards. But from what we see of Chance later on in years, it's not perfect. Mm-hmm. I wanted to talk about one more song, uh, 22 Offs, really like underrated. I think I, I that to me is also one of Chance's best songs, um, if not from a musical perspective, lyrically. Right. Uh, and basically, like I might, I mean, I might spoil this. But I don't know if I can spoil an album or whatever. But I didn't realize this until <laughs> quite a few listens. That like the 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 sort of thing about Twenty Two Offs is that he's using the word off a lot. Maybe twenty two times. I didn't. I never counted. It might be exactly twenty two times. But he's using like if if you quote him in the lyrics he's like i'm off the nog i'm off the loco i'm off that local i'm on the global i often had dreams of being locked in mama's Waldo, and he's going on and on and using the word off right over and over again and i was listening to that song randomly actually maybe a month after i i, I started listening to the mixtape and i was like hold up and i like re- and i <laughs> click rewind and i was like yo this is crazy like he's he, he just it, it's some it's some straight up like old school jay-z stuff yeah um, and so like jay-z had a song in reasonable doubt called 22 twos where he does, where he he does the same thing with the word too, and so uh, I thought I thought that was a really cool song, uh, really underrated. More people um, should kind of check that out. There's a music video for that one too, um, and so yeah. Do you have any any more thoughts on Ten Day? Uh, not really. Nice favorite song. So favorite song next is tape, which nostalgia is acid rap. Or sorry, say it again. Favorite song was nostalgia on Ten Day. Nice. I need to listen to that one. How does that song go? I forget how that song uh, goes. It's just all rapping, and then the hook is when they reminisce over you, my God. And then oh, he says yeah, that yeah, over yeah. Over yeah. That's definitely a good song. I think my favorite song is Prom Night, I'm going to say. I'm going to say Prom Night, just because I'm, I'm... It's between that and Hey Ma, and maybe yeah. 22 Offs. 22 Offs is but definitely yeah. a good song, yeah. Yeah, it's a it's dope verse. Uh, but next up is Acid Rap which was my first Chance album um, or Chance mixtape. And I listened to that. I'm, it's funny because I'm looking at my iTunes right now while talking. And so now I can actually see the actual dates I downloaded these <laughs> mixtapes. 
Acid Rap, I downloaded December 20th, 2013. Wow. I'm not sure when it came out, though. Um, I think it might have came out earlier that year. That that sounds about right. I think that uh, right. Yeah, I, I definitely think it came out earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, Acid Rap. So my story with Acid Rap is I got it. I listened to it a bunch and was like, okay, cool. I see why people like Chance the Rapper, but he's not for me. Okay. And that was after listening. And my, I think at that time, the songs I liked off of Acid Rap were Smoke Again and um, the song with Action Bronson, uh, Nana. And uh, that was about it for me. And I and part, that was partly because I kind of didn't understand Chance the Rapper. And I listened to it. I tried to understand him. And I was like, I, I, I see the allure. I see that like he has like a unique kind of thing going on with his voice and in his... Um, music structure and in his, in his singing but yeah it's not for me and so i kind of just missed it that years later like maybe two years later i come back to it and i'm like what was i thinking <laughs> i listen to it and i love it um ch- uh, acid rap and i partly part of it so this is getting some kind of inside baseball uh ian eastwood is a very very popular dancer and i'm and i'm very much into dance i'm a dancer also i do hip-hop dance um in eastwood one of my favorite dancers of all time he's also from chicago and he does quite a few videos or dance videos to chance the rapper songs the first one he did was to um is it everything's good no i don't think it was everything everything's good it was um the first song uh good uh, ass intro it was to that song um off of acid rap and it was very much so the the beat the lyrics the samples that were, that were used in that song invoke footwork um very hard uh, footwork music at least and so like ian eastwood did like a whole footwork video to it and i watched that video and i was like okay i can kind of i can kind of see why people people like this dude and again like i was like okay i, I understand i understand um k- kind of came back to it came back to acid rap and was like yeah um i sort of understand what made me understand chance the rapper what made me like chance the rapper was that i kind of felt the the genuine the this is a word is it genuine this is not it's not a word what's the word i'm thinking of general not generosity um sincerity s- sincerity yeah let's go with that i felt like i felt the sincerity in chance the rapper i felt that he was really chicago and he's really connected especially because i saw him actually start to do stuff with ian eastwood who's like not as famous as chance the rapper pretty well known but um was cool to see them link up if that makes sense um right but before i before i start before i keep going on uh what are your thoughts on acid rap sure so uh acid rap aka we back <laughs> that's what i call it um so literally all that i have written on my notes here is that is choir trumpets church piano this is the inaugural uh, church-influenced Chance the Rapper album that kind of shows mm-hmm. you what his now new direction is going to be for his music because that did not exist in Ten Day. Like he was, I think he was still making Christian references, but it wasn't like overtly, "I'm Christian, I believe in God, and I'm going to talk about it a lot." Um, mm-hmm. And I loved it. I'm not. Uh, Christian myself I'm barely religious but that kind of grandiose trumpet piano that that clean crisp piano along with 
the beautiful mm. choir uh it's it's something you don't get a lot in rap music it's something that's very common i think in chicago um but it's so beautiful it's so um mesmerizing in some ways it's mm-hmm. and it kind of just it's a feeling you don't get very often in any other type of rap music and so i fucked with it immediately and then let's bring up the schizophrenic yeah or we mm-hmm. back or whatever the fuck he's screaming at that specific moment that also that was kind of new when acid rap came out like people weren't really doing that it's very popular now in atlanta trap music but um i feel like chance the rapper was one of the first people to like really really push that second layer of audio you know mm-hmm. aside from you know the chorus the bridge and the rap music there's that that ever pounding um vocal reminder that the music is there and that it won't let the music fade into the background like any other song um yeah it sounds like he's composing a song right and so yeah. compared to to Tende, i think the singing improved so much because he sings a little bit in Tende, and this is not great you can tell like he's still kind of immature with and he's not as confident and i think that that really uh shows up in in acid rap his his amount of confidence going into it he, he believes in his ability to rap he believes in his ability to you know sing melodic catchy hooks and he performs well enough to convince you that he can do it even though you know his screeching voice might not exactly be uh welcoming to a lot of hip-hop fans it's still so fresh and so energetic and so confident that you as the listener can just kind of appreciate it for what it is Hmm. yeah dude like acid rap uh the choir influences very very strong in that album uh and they they elevate it they make it unique um i mean to be honest like i don't even have much to say about this mixtape because if i'm being if i'm being real it's i think it might be my least favorite oh my chance tape even (laughs) though i really like it like even though i really like it like looking back looking at this looking at the mixtapes right now i'm looking at acid rap i'm looking at 10 day i'm looking at coloring book and i'm looking at um uh the social experiments uh uh crap what was it called uh surf um i was looking at surf and like acid rap is cool it has like great songs and stuff i'm I'm, it might (laughs) even be like it might even have some of his like best like can that be the quote of of the episode acid rap is cool (laughs) what the fuck (laughs) there's there there are things about it that just like i'm i'm just like there's there's nothing wrong with it if i'm being real there's nothing wrong with it it's just there's nothing there that really like is special to me like it didn't it didn't like grab me in any way the only songs that really like grabbed me and like kind of like tugged at me emotionally were uh the the intro um let me see cocoa butter kisses was cool juice was cool everybody something was cool i remember that song was my most played song in the year that whatever whenever year this album came out that song is so fucking good i don't even i don't even (laughs) i don't even like know how to explain how special that song is to me for what reason i have absolutely no idea Mm -hmm. Uh, i'm just looking at this track like okay 
so yeah, Cocoa Butter's Kiss is cool. Everybody something's cool. Juice is cool. Uh, Lost featuring no name pro- uh, no name Gypsy, uh, decent. Uh, favorite song I really like favorite song when when I first heard it, but that was, that's because I had uh, Childish Gambino. Uh, other than that, I was like, yeah, that's a pretty cool song. I think I only like that song. I used to only like that song because it has Childish Gambino. Now I like that song because 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 it's a fucking I, good I song because it. it's your favorite yeah, it's song a, it's a pretty good song <laughs> uh <laughs> i don't know if i'd say it's my favorite uh interlude was the interlude, interlude was cool smoke again i really liked but that's because it was like a hype song um that I was kind of feeling uh same with uh nana acid rain i really liked um and everything's See, so good. you're like naming literally every song and saying, I really I, like I'm, that song. I like that song. Yeah, That's a good song. I'm, I'm, That's a yeah. pretty good song too. <laughs> but here's here's the thing. Here's the thing. And we'll get into this when we talk about coloring book also. But none of those songs like really like moved me. All those songs okay. are good to me. And like there's no bad songs on Acid Rap. I can say that for sure. There's no bad songs in there. But there's no song on there that's like that guy tugged at me. When I'm go- when I go back to Ten Day, prom night I, I really liked Prom Night. I really liked um, uh, Hey Ma. Uh, there are parts of, of even Long Time um, that I'm like that kind of that kind of hit me. Like in Long Time, he has like a, a part where like he's talking about like how uh, he's like in the bathroom throwing up or whatever. And then he had like a, a teacher come and help him or whatever. Yeah. Um, and like some like some of like the story bits in Ten Day kind of like got to me and kind of and I and had me like okay. I feel that I feel that like that they moved me in a way when I go when I go back to acid rap I'm just like yeah all these songs are good I'm not sure if, if any of these songs really like move me in the way I, I want music to move me like there it, it just felt See, like really good music to me I feel I feel that way about 10 day actually I feel a little mm-hmm. bit harsher about 10 day but at the same time um I'm kind of I'm kind of now now asking myself questions. Is it just because I like good ass intros so much that it hypes me up while I'm going into acid rap? I don't know. Good good ass intro to me is probably one of the best intros to any album of all time. Period. I agree. That's a re- it's a really good intro. It's like a very very well. It's a intro. fucking and good from, ass intro. <laughs> from yeah, exactly. And from a Chicago like perspective, even listening to the intro for the first time, even when I even when I didn't like acid rap, um. That I could still respect that intro because because it had like Kanye influence, like strong Kanye yeah. influence influences. And then the more I listened to it, the more I was like, "Wow, this is very like." I keep I keep saying uh, Chance is very Chicago, um, but he is. Sound he weird is. People who are, yeah, I mean, he is very Chicago, and I and I don't want to like alienate people who aren't from like Illinois or aren't from Chicago. Um, but like, if you're familiar with Chicago, then you then you kind of like you kind of understand you can, and 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 you kind of get it and. Also, if you're not from Chicago, you can still appreciate it because, like, you can see this guy who's out here who's, like, repping where he's from and he's, and he's being himself and fully himself. Uh, and I think that's very respectable when it comes to 10 Day. And, or not 10, uh, oh, I mean, yeah, 10 Day and Acid Rap. Um, specifically the intro. Um, intro, amazing. Everything else, very good music. Uh, don't get me wrong. I think I think it's a good album. I think it's a good mixtape, whatever. But, like, it. if I'm talking about my favorite, though, like, there's nothing on there that makes it my favorite mixtape. Like it's good to listen to, but there's not much on there. That I'm like, where I'm like, man, that like made me or relate to him or made me like feel what he's saying. Or maybe like, there are some right. songs on there that are introspective. 
um i think it might have been acid rain or whatever he's there's one song where he's talking about uh religion i think it's for sure acid rain um and he's saying like i'm gonna i might look up the lyrics but he's he's saying some very deep stuff and i'm like wow that's like that's kind of deep that's kind of deep um but it wasn't so it was there wasn't anything in there that had that moved me and it might it might have been the time i listened to it it might have been like the the um environment in which i listened to it but nothing in there that kind of like and also it might have been because it was my first chance album and i i didn't know him at that point um but yeah something about it doesn't move me like his other tastes move me and that's including surf okay fair enough um i think anyway we'll we'll get into acid rap being the best album later <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah um, um should we move on to the next one or is there anything else you have to say about this one uh favorite songs uh good ass intro cocoa mm-hmm. butter kisses and favorite song yeah my favorite my favorite songs are the intro and the outro um <laughs> <laughs> they're good they're said. really I've, good yeah <laughs> yeah i've never said that about any other mixtape or album usually i yeah. skip them like every song every time the intros the outs the outros the interludes i usually i usually skip them on every album um this one they're my favorite songs and they're so very good. that's saying that's saying something um those are some really good songs um but yeah let's move on let's talk about surf a little bit uh even though that's not like a it's not a chance to rapper tape i'm gonna be, i'm gonna come he clean is like I didn't even Please listen, tell me to, you listen to it. Oh my <laughs> goodness! <sighs> I don't even. I've heard so many bad things about Surf that I'm afraid to listen really? to it. Yeah, you've heard bad things. About I've Surf. heard terrible things about Surf. Okay, have you heard the song Sunday Candy? Uh, I think so. Okay, um, it's off Surf. Okay, so Surf to me is one of is Surf to me is what made me like Chance the Rapper. Oh, I listen. Okay. I listened to acid rain, acid rap, and I was like, "That's whatever." I listened to surf later after like hearing a, one or two songs off it and be like, "Oh, that's cool." I listened to it and and I I immediately got it and I immediately was like, "Yeah, okay, I understand Chance the Rapper. This is amazing." Um, I can go through some of the songs now. Here's the thing about surf. There's there's some songs on there that don't have Chance the Rapper. Um, and which there are also good songs. The collective as a the collective as a whole the the. The sort of sound they make when these people are blended, uh, meaning Donnie Trumpet and the people who are in Social Experiment, um, they they come together so well. Are you familiar with uh, Jamila Woods? No. Okay. Well, she has an amazing voice. Uh, her voice is really good. Um, I mean, I'll I'll talk about just a couple of the song, couple of the songs, the standout songs. Uh, Sunday Candy one of one of the best songs that chance the rapper's ever done i'll say that like with confidence in my voice um and that's that's really where a lot of the gospel influences that are present in um coloring book i feel like i feel like a lot of them like kind of spawn from this song because this song is such a good song and it, it is very much gospel influence and it's about church and it's about sunday and uh he's sort of the, the sort of premise of this song is he's talking about the candies that his grandma would give him on sunday um and man there's something so there's there's a build up there that's also similar to angels to me and similar to somewhere in paradise if you're familiar with that song 
Um, there's a there's a similar kind of buildup in Sunny Candy to where when the hook comes in, you, it kind of gets to you in a way of this kind of belongs in a musical or this belongs this doesn't belong in a rap album. This doesn't belong in a hip hop album. It's, that's what it feels like. It's it's so beautiful. It's so melodic and it's so it's almost weird to call it hype because you wouldn't imagine like a song that sounds like it should be in a musical to also like be hype, but it gets you like in the moment and it gets you riled up and it makes you like, man, I want to be in this moment um, with the people who are playing this music. Um, they, they, it, it builds up so well and um, it's, it's, it's fairly emotional and also the music video is dope. And so Sunday candy, amazing song. Uh, Dude, you need to listen to the server. I'm looking at this, this track list, track list right now. I'm gonna I'm gonna name you some of the features. There's a song called Warm Enough featuring J Cole and No Name Gypsy. There's a song called Wanna Be Cool featuring Big Sean, Jeremiah or Jeremiah and Kyle. There is a song Windows featuring PJ the Chicago Kid, um, Caretaker featuring Drum, Familiar featuring King Louie. I love Drum. Um, I don't like any of the other people you mentioned. Really, you don't like J Cole or Big Sean? I'm not a fan. I respect them. Not oh, a fan. Man. Okay, uh, but yeah, there's some very good. There's some good ones on on um, Surf, and so uh, my my favorite song, Sunday Candy, for sure. Um, and if you like good music from musical musical perspective, um, Surf definitely listen to it because it's very uh, there. It's melodical. There, there's a lot of. Um, harmonies going on there's a lot there's all that stuff going on in surf and so okay i'll i'll, uh, I'll give it a shot i'll give it a shot after we record okay let me know tweet tweet at me and tell me what you what you think yeah and if you're listening you can tweet at me also and tell me what you think um at blessing jr on twitter coloring book what are you what are your thoughts on coloring book let's start off with you since i just went off on what went off on sure surf. um coloring book immediately Starts again with the we back and we back and we back and I love it. That like it warms my heart again. <laughs> um, the intro reminds me a lot of good ass intro. Not as good as a good ass intro. Um, even though Kanye West is on the intro this time, but now it has that more kind of. I don't. I don't even want to call it sincere because I mean, good ass intro is sincere in in what it is. Mm-hmm. But now it has like the Chicago choir, the Chicago children's choir, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Um, wait do you, do you like all we got? Yeah, I love it. Cause, cause I kind of don't. Oh That's wow! Like one of the, actually, yeah, I kind of don't. Um, and it's funny because it's Kanye West, and I I'm like Kanye West follower number one, but. It doesn't sound. It just. I like the. I like the concept. And I like the. I like the writing and all that stuff. But the mixing doesn't sound right to me. And mm. I can't like. I can't get over it. Like he's. It sound. It sounds like something went wrong in the studio or in the production or something. Where like the Kanye's voice doesn't sound right. The music. Um. The instrumental. The mi- instrumental mixed with the voice doesn't sound right. It sounds kind of weird to me. And usually I would love this kind of song. Um. Did you feel yeah, that I at all? I didn't. I didn't notice that at all. I'm gonna be completely honest with you. Usually, huh. I'm like super harsh about mixing, but I didn't notice mm-hmm. that at all. Be curious to know. Curious to know if other people feel that way. Yeah, maybe I got a bad version. Maybe I got cause, maybe because like know. we'll see. Uh, I'll give you an example. Wolves of Pablo. I fucking hate that song. Like I, I really okay. Let's be clear. I love the song, mm-hmm. but I really hate the song because of the mixing. Like I can't listen to it. Well, are we talk? Are we talking about like 
before or after he like even after he didn't fix it. it he didn't fix it really <laughs> Let's be i really real. liked it afterwards well after he, and after then he added like all that stuff and then that stupid I, like beat that comes in for like four bars and then just fades out like what the fuck like did someone forget to take that out <laughs> <laughs> i really like wolves but i can admit that it's, it's not the best sounding song from a mixing perspective yeah so i mean like I, I i'm not averse to feeling that way Personally, I think all we got is not great, but like very close to great. Um, mm-hmm. But has that same type of feeling that good ass intro has, just not as good ass. <laughs> if that makes any sense, mm-hmm. it's not as grandiose. It's not as enveloping. It's not as inviting. Um, it's kind of yeah. like them telling you, "Hey, this is all we got." But it's not like why don't you join us in this thing that we have? You know what I mean? Which yeah, is how like, good yeah, intro like, Yeah. It doesn't get you as hype. It doesn't get you as like hyped up for the, for the rest of the tape. Right. It's just kind of like, we're here. Um, and, and that we're here feeling is kind of um, throughout the entire album for me, to be quite entirely honest. Coloring Book, to me, mm-hmm. cuts a lot of the fat away uh, that acid rap had like it has a better concept it has better production it has better mixing it has better mastering better lyrics better you know whatever but in that you know slimming down of the trash i think it also loses its memorability um it's kind of it, it's it's feeling of schizophrenia in like how one song might not fit but at the same time, that makes sense because it's Chance the Rapper and he he even doesn't seem to fit on his own songs. Like, that's the feeling he gives you. So you would expect the album to give you that feeling. You know what I mean? And, like, Coloring mm. Book doesn't do that to me. It just... It's it's a really good... A really good... <sighs> contrived boardroom album in my opinion it loses that flavor that acid rap and 10 day have interesting i so i'm inclined to like agree to a certain extent um my thing when it comes to coloring book is like i feel like there are coloring book is very it's hot and cold and so the songs that are good on coloring book are amazing and there are some of Chance's best songs. And then the songs that aren't good are just, like, I really don't like the songs that I don't like. Um, and so, like, there are three songs specifically to me, maybe four on Coloring Book, where I'm like, these are, see, these are my songs of the year. These are songs that I won't stop listening to this year. And those are No Problem, um, Same Drugs, uh, uh, Smoke Break, and specifically, specifically the drown portion of finish line and drown. Oh, I love um, that part, dude. I'm so glad you said that because no mm. one fucking agrees with me. <laughs> dude, nobody understands how good that part of that song is. I try to tell people, I'm like, I'm like, I tell my sisters, I'm like, dude, like this, the drown part of the song makes me like tear up sometimes. <laughs> makes me tear up sometimes. Like it's so yeah, I agree. <laughs> so so good. Yeah, like I get really emotional when that song comes on, and if I'm like feeling down, I just put that song on, and I know I can make it. Uh, and there's some, oh man, there's there's something about when it comes on, uh, and part of it is Kirk Franklin. Like I grew up with Kirk, Kirk Franklin and stuff, and so like he always gets me hype. You no, know, like I could I could I could be a, be be robbed at gunpoint, and I can hear <laughs> Kirk Franklin's voice and be like, okay, yeah, let's go. Um, 
but not only that, like the 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 choir. The, it's funny because Chance the Rapper isn't even in that part of the song, right? But like the the lyrics, like the part the part where like they say like so Chicago can be free. I can't remember the exact lyrics, but like it it's there's such there's a message there, and there's like there's something there, and there's a vibe there that I I that just resonates with me so well. And like I, I I love that song. Uh, it hits me so well. It hits me so like hard. Um, Finish line is also a good song. Uh, great song actually. I won't even say good. It's a great song. But I usually I usually fast forward to drown, um, unless I'm really willing to like listen to finish line. Uh, no problem is like it's so hype and it's mostly due to the production and the the verses are really good too but the production in there is specifically what makes that song great in my opinion like there's something about hearing the the sample the choir sample um in that way i don't know what they did to it to make it sound like that but it just sounds awesome and it 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 really does uh get me hype in the hook i shouldn't just i just shouldn't just say the production the hook too um the you ain't got you ain't with no problem with no problem with me like that sort of it's it's the hype song um on the album and it's a good one and it's not like just like i used to listen to the stronger off of graduation yeah in the in the same way but this is different in a sense where it makes me feel makes me feel hype makes me feel upbeat but in a way where i almost feel unstoppable and i really appreciate that about the song um same drugs it took me a while before i loved same drugs but when i when i started to love that song I really love that song. Uh, it's I don't even know. Does he even do any rapping on that song? I think that whole song might be singing. Uh, um, he, there's a there's a verse or two. There's a verse in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that song is um, very good. Like it's hard for me to describe why these songs are amazing. That's specifically because like the emotion behind them is so strong, and the message behind them is so is so strong. Yeah. And the emotion you feel when you listen to these songs are so strong. Again, and it, they are. It it goes back to the concept being so strong in the first place, where it's like, yeah, it it starts with an idea, and he fleshes out that idea to the fullest. And like, I think that's what Coloring Book is. It's like him stretching his arm all the way. Unlike Acid Rap, unlike Ten Day, he's able to you know take all of those steps because he's at his the peak of his maturity at this point. Yeah, and my thing with coloring book is, is very, it's it's very it's it's very black. It's very gospel. It's very Chicago, and like I grew up a I grew up like a black Christian in Illinois, and I grew up with Kirk Franklin. I grew up going to church, and like these things, I really relate to this album. Like this album hits me hard. Like I had like my 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 friend Sean also also really loves this album. And he's like, oh, he's like a white dude who's really into video games. And I was talking, I was talking to him about music, and um, I was like, "Dude, you listen to that new Chance?" He's like, "Oh yeah, man, I, I really like it. I don't know if I like it as much as Acid Rap." Then a bit later, he was like, "Oh yeah, dude, this Coloring Book album is amazing." And it's hard for me. I'm like, "Dude, how do you love this album so much?" I understand why I love this album. Yeah. And that's because like this album is almost about me. Like this album is amazing. But the fact that other people resonate with this album says something about it. It's. I think that says that like that shows the power. That shows like the, the. To me, it's a the really way, good album. Like it's so Chicago and it's so, for lack of a better term, black. Um, but it's that mm-hmm. Christianity, in my opinion, that's so inviting. 
It's so inviting. Whether you believe in God or not, it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. But it's so inviting and it's so friendly and it's so grandiose and and enveloping and soft uh, that it's easy for someone like me. Actually, Mm -hmm. I mean, I was a bit closer to, you know, that that lifestyle than I like to admit. But Mm -hmm. um, for, for, you know, the average white dude on the middle of the street to to understand why this album is so good. Like, I want to take out... um, one line in specific off how great um or, or not one line in specific but like the intro with how great is our god um mm-hmm. that's again it's a good way to start a song that is so um influenced by church and, yeah. and gospel and then jay electronica's verse verse which i think is the best feature on the album uh, i don't know mm-hmm. if anyone can agree with that one uh <laughs> but Specifically, I was lost in the jungle like Simba after the death of Mufasa. No hog, no meerkat. Hakuna, Hakuna Matata by day, but I spent my nighttime fighting tears back. I prayed and prayed and left messages, but never got no hear back, or so it seemed. A mustard seed was all I needed to sow a dream. First of all, amazing lyricism. Excuse the fact that you know it's so immature to make <laughs> a reference to to um, the Lion King, but especially in such a in such like a, a dark yet light song you you're feeling down and you see that kind of hope and then he's like talking about the lion king which is kind of weird but <laughs> at the same time yeah. like amazing lyricism and then everyone can relate to that whether you believe in god or not like i prayed and prayed and left messages but never got no hear back that's every single fucking person in the universe mm-hmm. like yeah i it, i almost teared up when i heard how how great for the first time I, I did. <laughs> I, I, yeah. Like, I, I, the thing about, because that's one of the songs, like, if you grew up a Christian, if you grew up a Christian, um, especially if you grew up, like, a black Christian, then you know that song. It's a very yeah. popular song. Um, it's a very, it's a very powerful song. And when it comes up on this album, like, I was listening to it, and he picked a great choir to sing that song. Like, right. that was a great version of that song. And it's his and, cousin, which is awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Like and by the time by the time the verse hits, I'm all, I'm already like on the verge of like a breakdown and being like, man, there's there there's something about it that almost makes you vulnerable in a way. Yeah. Like, and maybe it's because there's gospel. no there's no like instruments to back it up, and it's just so direct. Like it hits you so firmly and yeah. so powerful. You know. Yeah, and this might be I might I mean I might be getting too Christian on this one, but like there's there's a concept uh I heard of like worship makes you feel small so i often like compare like worship to like admiring like a mountain or admiring space like we look out at space and we see when we like look out at the stars we appreciate them and it's because like they make us feel small they remind you how small you are and how like small the earth is or when you look at a mountain and appreciate it or when you appreciate the grand canyon it reminds you how small you are and I kind of get like the same. I compare that to worship in the same way, and I compare that to how I felt when I listened to how to how great, because like there's something there's something so like powerful about that choir, like in their voices, in the lyrics, in everything in that song, and then it just makes you feel like it almost makes you feel s- small in a way of like you're vulnerable, but yeah, you 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 appreciate it. You know, it's not it's not like a weakness. It's more like of like a strength in that. And so like when I was listening to that song, I felt that way. And then like the verses came in. They came in very nicely. Like the transition was very smooth um, for like uh, an acapella choir to like the um, the song. 
itself. But really, that it's 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 weird because I don't go back and listen to that song much, and it actually probably is one of my favorite songs on the, on the mixtape. But I it's it's not one I go to, um, and I think that's probably because like I've heard how great already in my life enough yeah. times. Uh, it's not really a song I'm like dying to listen to on like my walk to work or whatever. <laughs> but um, yeah, dude. Another thing about this album is like. Like I said, like my friend Sean, who's like who's like a very white nerdy dude, likes it. And then my boss at work also is like he likes talking to me about about it. He's like my boss at work is so for the record, I work at I work at um like Starbucks corporate, right? Um, I and I specifically I don't specifically work for Starbucks. I work for a company that works for Starbucks, but we are located in Starbucks corporate. And so I work in like this corporate off- office. And my boss is my boss is like this dude in probably his late thirties. Uh, and he's like this like he's like has glasses on he's dressed business casual and stuff and he's like a very like think of the widest guy you can possibly think of and that's him and he's like man have you heard that new chance the rapper he's like man it's like the most positive rap album i've ever heard and he's, he's talking that's, about how like smoke that's Break another is his thing. favorite song oh my god yeah. i can't believe i didn't mention that um as soon as the album came out i think it was like the day after i'd messaged my friends we have like a a, a twitter dm group um which i think literally everyone has that talks about just mm-hmm. hip-hop music and <laughs> i i met i i uh, I te- I messaged them and I'm like, Chance the Rapper has managed to take all of these rappers from like literally one of the worst cities in all of the world and make such a positive mm. album that yeah. it puts everyone else to shame. It's honestly yeah. disgusting if you look at other rappers and they're all talking about guns and drugs and I'm gonna fucking kill you and uh, don't run up on me, I'll fucking kill you. And then meanwhile, mm-hmm. Chance the Rapper is from Chicago and he's making this fucking inspirational, beautiful, church-inspired music that is just so powerful and so pure and so, you know, happy that honestly it's it's kind of disturbing to see literally everyone else not be able to do something like that yeah exactly it's kind of it's almost disturbing like i always talk to my friends when we're talking about hip-hop and i always always like tell them about how like frustrating it is for me that common isn't like doesn't sell more records because like common is like a straight-up poet and he makes beautiful music and his his lyrics are so inspiring and stuff but he's, he doesn't sell yeah. um it's because people kind of don't want to listen to it but chance the rapper is doing it in that like that to me kind of blows my mind of like he's not i mean he's not necessarily like doing common lyrics he's not necessarily like you know spitting poetry like common but he is making something that's overall pretty positive and overall like even at a musical level is pulling you in and making you feel better you know it's not making me feel like i want to shoot somebody he's not making me feel like um like i don't know like what future makes me feel and even like i mean there's nothing wrong with future and all right. like there's nothing wrong with like listening to that kind of there's music. a but time there's and place for everything right there's a time and place yeah. for everything but the problem was that this type of music almost doesn't exist so when it is time and place for that you don't have the opportunity to listen to it you know what i mean yeah exactly um and now there are a few things there are, so there are a few songs in this album that i really don't like and there's like a good group of them which kind of like I hate to like talk crap about this song because I love this song so much, but like mixtape um, with Young Thug and um, is it Lil Yachty? Is Wait, that that's that, a problem to you? I really didn't like that song. Oh my god! I really <laughs> didn't like that song. It's such a bad song. <laughs> it's so good. It's such a bad song to me. Like maybe I, it. I know. Okay, let's be clear. Blessing has a bias against lean inspired trap music. <laughs> 
That's why he hates the song. That, this like, song is true, but fucking so good. Oh I can identify God. good lean inspired crab music though. I think I like, was I listened. I I, I listened cr- to like okay. um I cried two okay. times during listening to this album. Okay, I cried <laughs> mm. during how great. And I cried from laughter during listening to mixtape because I've been saying this stuff forever where it's like people release. I remember. Okay. I, I don't think you know him, but Ko, he's a, he's a Japanese artist. He released an album mm-hmm. and his album cover was the a picture of the CD. <laughs> That's what, what his album cover was. <laughs> and it's like, come mm-hmm. on, please. Remember the days when graduation had that fucking Louis Vuitton um, artist make their album cover and it was beautiful it was awesome look at Lil Uzi Vert's album cover like you might not like his music but his album covers are so cool mm-hmm. like even, even I do have a bias Lil Yachty has kind of some music. nice whatever yeah I like I do have like a bias because I'm not I'm not I'm very not a fan uh, very much not a fan of uh trap or lean inspired trap music but I do I do think I can like identify good songs though like um the uh, panda I like, I don't know if I said, cause, okay, let me be real. I don't know. Maybe I'm, I'm, I can identify songs that I'm sure I like, like Panda. I kind of like, and I would listen to Panda more if that was more of my thing. Um, Drake's, um, tape with future future is Lee inspired trap, right? I'm not, I'm not. Um, yeah. He's, like he's the, the father of, that, right? of Lee inspired. Of, yeah, okay. Exactly. Yeah. That's why I thought. Or, uh, okay. And, like his, to be clear, just so we don't get any hate mail, Gucci Mane is the father of it, but unfortunately he, he doesn't make good music anymore. Wait, is he really? Because yeah. I yeah, he, he, sounds, he sounds so much. I don't know. Okay, I'm gonna look into this afterwards. After the after I get off, because I'm actually now curious. Because I remember listening to Gucci Mane back in the day and being like, "This is so straight up trash." But it doesn't sound. It didn't sound like <laughs> what it sounds like now. Wait, yeah, are you? Gucci, do you like Gucci Mane? No, I or? fucking hate Gucci Mane. Okay, good. <laughs> but he's done a lot for the industry. He's done a lot for the industry, and that can't go unsaid but at the same time he's not much of an artist himself yeah lemonade was good well lemonade was a good beat um and so i'll give him that uh but yeah mixtape to me here's the thing like i i'm fine with a song like like mixtape being on the album i just needed to be more like get me more hype like this i just felt like i was about to fall asleep while listening to the whole song oh my god like mix i i don't know so, I, maybe like, i'm just so... maybe i'm just a fan of Lil yachty i don't like young thug let's be clear i i fucking hate young mm-hmm. thug um i think he releases way too much music and i think he just ch- should just chill for a little bit incubate make some good music and then put it out but um Lil yachty i think is great he's another very positive dude i don't know if you've heard summer songs too but a very very positive album not in the same way as as uh, Chance the Rapper's music, but it does have that kind of, you know, outgoing, feel-happy, summery vibe, sunshine vibe. Um, so I, I like Lil Yachty. I like uh, Chance the Rapper. I like mixtapes. Mm-hmm. Um, so I liked mixtapes. Uh, it's one of my favorite songs on the album. Oh, wow. Two more songs. There are two more songs that I really don't like. Hey, I'm, I'm, I wanna, I wanna, I'm interested in your reaction. Um, Juke Jam. I do not like. Oh, I didn't like Juke Jam at really? first. Okay. Um, yeah, Juke Jam. I like Justin Bieber too, which is crazy. I, I hate Justin Bieber. So when I looked at the huh. track list, I was like, oh, God. Like, this is going to be another. Um, what was that Travis Sorry. Scott? Okay. So Travis Scott had. Oh. 
a really good song um and that he released pre-release and it was amazing and i listened to it a million times and then it came out on his album and it had justin bieber on it and it was a completely different song and it sucked so i didn't want it to be one of those um Mm -hmm. but i kind of grew into it and i don't even i didn't know what juking was and i was like this is really weird and i don't know what these words mean but i really feel the song so Mm-hmm. it's like a slow uh, it's a it's like an interlude song for me where it was slow it kind of you know reminds you what the pace is and then kind of because i listen to albums all throughout like i'll start it doesn't matter uh what i'm doing but i'll start the album at the first track and then end at the last track and then move on to the mm-hmm. next album so having that interlude slow song to kind of just rein the horses in a little bit is nice the last song I really didn't like was, um, or is, All Night. Um, how did you feel about that song? Yeah, forgettable. Okay. Okay, cool. Um, but yeah, like, I mean, I can't really say much much more about Juke Jam other, other than, like, I, I wasn't really feeling it. I understand what they're going for. Um, I just definitely wasn't for me. Um, right. At least that particular song. Maybe if they, didn't, they did that same kind of song differently, I would have liked it. But for some reason, that particular song, like I was excited for that song too to come up on the track list because I was like, "Oh yeah, I love Justin Bieber," but I listened to it and I was just like, "Ah, uh, yeah." And so, um, what's your favorite song off of Coloring Book? My favorite song off of Coloring Book. Uh, that is a very interesting question. I have to choose one. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I have like five, and I kind of chose five. Okay, so all we got, um drams thing I, I don't know if you want to call that a song but like drams part um same drugs kind uh no i'm not gonna keep same drugs on that level you know what i mean really yeah um oh it's, not, it's, it's like one of my favorite songs and then how great has to be there and blessings which one one or two or the first one or the second one they weren't really uh, first one yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. Um, if I had to choose one favorite song, it well, okay. If I had to choose two favorite songs, it'd be between uh, "No Problem" and "Same Drugs." Like towards the, towards the end of "Same Drugs," like it really gets like it gets real for me. Uh, but then there's how how great, and I can't yeah, deny how great so that song is. So good. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's Smoke Break to me, which I really like Smoke Break. And it took me a while to like Smoke Break, but I ended up really liking Smoke Break. Um, and that's I think that's mostly due to like the the instrumental being so on point. Um, the sounds they put in there, like the very unique sounds they put in there, um, were, were, were a really nice touch. And so, right. yeah, man. I can't even choose a favorite song, but yeah, like I overall, the coloring book, amazing mixtape. To to me, it has highs and lows, but yeah. um, it doesn't discount it. The highs are so high that I can really, I, I can really appreciate it. Um, yeah. So this is the part of the podcast I I think where we kind of compare all his music in terms of his three mixtapes, um, and kind of rank them. Is that right? Right. Figure out which one is his best? I. I mean, do we both agree Coloring Book is number one? No. Oh, you like acid rap. I like acid. Okay. Uh, you know what? I'm I'm honestly tied between both. Um, 
coming into this discussion, I thought I would think acid rap is a lot better, but really thinking about it, coloring book is a lot better than I gave it credit for. Um, so yeah, I'm tied between coloring book and acid rap. I have no idea. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to say coloring well, think... book, then we're going to say coloring book is Chance's best album. Mm-hmm. My thing is I would, I would actually like put surf up there. Um, but is Surf not even a chance book. to rap album? Yeah, that's the thing is I'm not gonna include Surf since it's not since it's technically like it's social club or not social club social experiment. Okay, um, so we should make that so- decree right now where it's like if we're doing an artist, we can't include ulterior personas um, or mm. side groups. Like if we're doing Wait, so ulterior personas, does that like is that like Mac Miller when he's doing like his um. I forgot what it's called. He has like a he has like an alternate thing that he does, but it's still him, kind of. I I mean like we're not we're not, we're not I I don't either. know about Mac Miller, but I mean like, you know how the RZA has Bobby Digital. Uh no wait they're the same person are they the same person they're the same person. <laughs> I thought they were different people. Exactly. Cold. So it's like they're completely <laughs> two different styles. Where okay maybe, I don't know. Are okay, we, yeah. So if we, if Any anything Vino, under a different name, anything under a different name, can't count. Well, see now that gets muggy because there are artists out there who like change their name partway through. Like there's a dude who. Um, okay, if you change your name, then that's fine. Okay. But like, but if it's it has like, to be consistent, it can't be like, oh, on one song I'm Bobby Digital, and the other song I'm the RZA, right? Hmm. Okay. Cool. What about, so like watch the watch the throne wouldn't count if we're doing like Kanye. No. Okay, that's fair. Um Okay, cool. I'm down with that. Wait, wait. Okay, <laughs> that's fine. It's whatever. Cuz here's the thing. Here's the thing cuz if we do an Eminem episode, I would really want to include uh the uh, Royce the 59 and M's tape because I think that's like one of his best. I mean not one of his best. Let me let me I feel like that's better than his worst. But that's a that's a whole different conversation. Um, I feel like yeah, it has to be it has to be really clear cut. Otherwise, we're gonna fuck this up. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. All right. So we're not gonna include surf for that reason. Um, And so we're just we're just deciding between ten day, acid rap and coloring book. And so I I'd say coloring book number one. Um, Would you okay? Would you agree with that before you go to number two? (laughs) Uh yeah. All right. Coloring book number 1. Okay. Coloring book number 1. Now here's the thing about number 2 is personally I'll put 10 day, but I also like I if I'm being very objective about it, like if I'm being very objective about it and like looking at looking at the music itself, like the music itself from a musical perspective, acid rap is better. Yeah. Um from a personal perspective, like 10 day connected with me more so for that reason i would put acid rap as number two on this podcast even though like in my heart it's kind of number two but as far as like being fair and being objective and knowing that like i'm kind of i'm i'm a little bit skewed on this and i know i'm far from popular opinion on this one <laughs> and so i will i will concede to acid rap as number two okay um yeah i can i'm definitely gonna agree with acid rap being number two to me 10 day okay. is Cool. Far away from acid rap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can respect that. Like, 
as I mean, and like ten day to be fair, as far as like quality, it hasn't had enough time to grow on me and kind of like I I don't have an emotional connection to it because I just started listening to it right like the first time I listened to it was two weeks ago so I don't have that connection to it I can just look at it for what it is musically and to me it's not as good as his other work that's fair all right so there we go coloring book number one acid rap number two and 10 day number number three, three. it's like a yeah fair enough so you get better as you go on um in yeah. the case of chance the rapper uh so once again uh for those listening this is throne watch um and we talk about music and stuff this is the segment of the show where we figure out who we're talking about next yeah episode is that correct that is correct i'm still getting i'm still getting the hang of this i'm still like trying to figure <laughs> out what the flow of this is yeah so uh it's your week so so basically uh if you didn't know if this is your first time listening to throne watch because this is the first episode um we blessing chooses um an artist one week and i'll choose the artist next week and we kind of alternate vice versa until one day we can hopefully get uh submissions from you guys so i have been listening to a lot of the 10 new xxl freshmen i don't know if you're familiar with the list I don't know. Oh man, they're all garbage. Oh, oh my man. god, what's gonna happen? There's only one good artist on there, and his name is Lil Dicky. Oh my, I hate Lil Dicky. <laughs> Let's be real. All right, so I'm gonna choose one of those artists, and I kind of so one part, one part of me, like I know you don't like trap music. I know you don't like trap music, and this mm-hmm. XXL freshman is a very heavily trap music. Um. But I kind of want to go through all 10 of them just because they're really popular right now. Um, Mm -hmm. But I'm going to start off with an easy one for you, I think. And an artist who is actually kind of similar to Chance the Rapper in some ways, Anderson Pock. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've heard of him. He was on... um... He was on that Dr. Dre. He he was on one. He was on Compton. Yes. um, By Dr. Dre. And he was also on a lesser known artist, Watsky. Um on a lot of his songs on his album and so i actually i'm actually a little bit familiar with him right and I'm actually i'm actually excited now because i want to listen to his stuff and just as a heads up i'm i was also familiar with the artist but in a very different way i don't know if you know this anderson pock is actually half korean <laughs> and he's mm-hmm. made a couple korean songs here and there and I had actually heard the Korean songs before I knew who he was. And then when the XXL freshman list came out, I was like, wait, I've seen that name before. And I went back on this guy, Dean, who was a Korean R&B artist. On his album, he has a feature with Anderson Pac, and it's a fantastic song. Um, I've been really, really feeling his new album, um, but we can talk about that in two weeks from now. Awesome, awesome. And also for those listening, um, um, this is uh, not a weekly podcast, but a bi-weekly podcast. And so you'll hear an episode um, every other every other week, um, as far as for now, um, every other week. And so uh, we'll see what happens from there. Uh, but yeah, if you have any questions, you want to check us out, um, you can find me on Twitter at Blessing Junior. You can find me writing about video games or culture, music, anything you need um, on okbeast.com. Um, Hibanshi, where can people find you? 
my name is Imanchu Talwar. You can find me on Twitter at Senor Browncat, uh, S-E-N-O-R-B-R-O-W-N-C-A-T, or you can join our community of gamers at enthusiast.gg and write. And if you get enough clicks on enthusiast.gg, you'll get paid by Enthusiast Gaming. Yay, what's better than that? Nothing. Um, so yeah, come join Enthusiast GG as the marketing fuck marketing fuckers like to say, come join the conversation. Uh, I, yeah, <laughs> I know, right? It's <laughs> awful. I, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I love marketing. Um, I made, I majored in communication with like a kind of like a little bit, a little bit of a focus in marketing. And so I, 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 I have a love hate relationship with it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, for those listening, this has been Throne Watch. Once again, it's a show where we talk about music and stuff, mostly rap music, but maybe sometimes other kinds of rap music. Anderson Pack isn't like a rapper though, right? No, he's an he's a R and B soul artist. Yeah, so sweet. Yeah, yeah, there. See, we get an episode. The next episode, we're not we're talking about something who's outside of rap, but kind of influenced by hip hop, kind of in the sphere. Yeah, yeah influenced by hip hop. And so, until next time, um, I have been blessing. He has been Manchu, uh, and yeah, we will see you in the next episode. Of Throne Watch. Peace. Bye.